This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello again. Welcome back to the Bachelor Podcast. We are on the road to hometowns. My name is Ryan Jones. Joined again by Katie Waite. Hello, Katie. Hello. Big episode. You know why it was big? Why? Because it was only two hours. It seemed like half an hour compared to last week. So a week after we get five hours of Bachelor... We only get two, and uh, we are in Lima, Peru, and this trip around the world we keep being promised. We're about to go from Peru to the United States, and then to wherever they're going to do the proposals. Yeah. Not quite around the world. Yeah, no, it's pretty straight line, I think. A little bit kind east, of. south, back north. Yeah, like a V. <laughs> <laughs> so as we're we're getting to Lima, Kelly doesn't know what there's to do in Lima, but she knows that there are alpacas, and uh, I mean, we have alpacas here in the states. Yeah, so, I mean she can see them here, but not the ones like Peru has them. I guess, and they're, apparently there are goats that like to fight because Kelsey. Yeah, it was a weird episode. <laughs> probably tells you all you need to know about her. Yep, that's it. And Peter leads off the episode saying, just because I'm falling in love doesn't mean that they are. And he wants everyone to know, as if we didn't already get enough of this, his biggest concern is after going through this last year, getting to the end, and being blindsided by someone not being ready or not wanting to be with him. I think he kind of made it seem like that's his biggest fear of the girls. I think he was kind of talking about himself, too. Like, what if he gets to the end and he decides that he's actually not ready? Which is a huge possibility after this episode. Well, and really the the one thing we keep talking about is his indecisiveness. And I think that goes back to think I'm ready and I think we're ready to go forward and I think I'm ready to be engaged. But is he actually? Hannah really did a number on him, as we can see in this season. I guess it made sense then to start with the person who's caused him the least drama in this entire season. And yes. that's Madison. For better or worse, and I mean I guess for her better... We really, you know, we keep saying this, we don't see a lot of her because it's just, I'm here, we enjoy being with each other, but she's not talking about other people, not in the middle of any of these screaming matches. She's just sort of there. Which could be a good sign because in the past we've had some success stories of people that have just kind of fallen not directly in the camera and then all of a sudden they're, they win and you're like, wait, who? <laughs> how did she get to the final two and end up quote unquote winning? But yeah, I mean, the date was fine. Like there's definitely chemistry there, but there was nothing, I think, crazy that happened, like crazy sparks, but there's definitely chemistry there. And I think I like her. Not only because she's on my team, but I think (laughs) I like her the best out of the remaining four, I guess, if I had to choose. A couple things here, though. We talk about red flags, and we touched on this briefly with her because she alluded to this in an earlier episode. But she wants somebody that reminds her of her father. Yes. And I think I understand what she means. Because, sure, if you have a great relationship with your father, which she clearly does, Mm -hmm. you know what makes, in your mind, a good man. You know, you want a man of integrity and of faith and of all... To me, it's just the wording of that. Like, I want someone that's like my dad. 
<laughs> do you though? Yeah, no, she she definitely doesn't know how to put that into words and describe it correctly in a non creepy way. Right, exactly. And so I like I said, I think I understand where she's coming from and it's sweet because she clearly had a very good relationship with him, still does, certainly shaped how she looks at her relationships with men, but I just don't know if when you're trying to maybe seduce is the wrong term, but get in get engaged <laughs> yeah. with someone that's like I want you to be like my dad. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely <laughs> understand what she's saying, but she could have described it differently, I think. <laughs> Maybe just saying how I, her parents are still together, right? Right, or, I think so. I think so. You know, seeing their marriage and how, you know. That, that would be something they weren't. Yeah. But like seeing how they're together and how they treat each other and how they're how strong their marriage is and everything and kind of going that route instead of saying... You want to end up marrying someone. Yeah. And oddly, like though, your dad. he was less concerned with that. If anything, I think he really appreciated that because maybe right away he understood what she was trying to say. Yeah. But then when she went to the, I have a strong relationship with the Lord, it's my whole life, his face was just blank. Yeah. It was stone faced. And he, you can clearly, then you start to see the wheels start to move like, oh my God, what am I going to say? What am I going to yeah. say? How do I respond to I this? I was raised in a Christian household, but. I could be doing a lot better. My faith isn't <laughs> as strong as it could be. Let's kiss and hope you don't yeah. really pay attention to what I'm saying. Here. And you inspire me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that. Now let's kiss and let's forget that I basically said that I'm a bad Christian. Yeah, she, uh, he definitely didn't know how to respond to that, and I guess he, I guess he handled it in the best way possible. He could have not had a blank stare for a while because it kind of seemed like, oh, we're not going to be. <laughs> this isn't going to work out. But I think he handled it. The best, and I wonder if that made him jump headfirst into the "I'm falling in love with you," to which you want to talk about another bad response. Yeah, she basically said thanks. I guess (laughs) question mark. Yeah, it was not. She could have very easily said, "Oh my god, I'm falling in love with you too. This is incredible. Fireworks, spells. Oh my god, I needed that. (laughs) Big hug. This is great." Yeah, I I mean, I think he definitely feels something for her and could be falling in love with her. But at the same time, like you said, I think it was kind of just like, I got to say something because this is just not going to end well. Let's not talk about the Lord. In, instead, I'm falling in love with you. Yay. Yeah. Here's I think a rose. That's, yeah. We're going to Alabama. I think that's kind of how, what happened there. And I, I think we're going to see, and we'll talk about this at the end, that we will finally get a little bit of drama out of Madison, um, both from her and from her family. But I want to save that to the end because we're going to come back to a very common theme of the last few seasons. And uh, But in between, we have another one-on-one. We were filled with one-on-ones this week, uh, all in two hours. Thank you, Lord. Um, speaking <laughs> of you. the Lord. Yeah, thank you for not making it longer. Natasha gets a one-on-one and... Unfortunately, this is the most we see of Natasha, and it's very brief. Yeah, I I feel bad that it took this long for the one-on-one, and then it was like, okay, I can't give you this rose, bye. Um, But I guess at least she finally got one, and he can rule someone out. I don't know. 
Well, there are a couple things here. Not only did she not get the rose, but he dropped the dreaded, like, friends. Friends, yeah. Oh. As you're sending her home, you have to say that, um, because, like, oh, I got to compare you to the other relationships, and, you know, we get along, but... Yeah, which you shouldn't... Don't say you're comparing. No, that's terrible. But more more of a friendship. It's like, eee. I mean, she was upset, but she was not surprised. I don't think she was. She was like, okay, I know. Like, again, I know I'll find someone else, but... Bye. Maybe in paradise. <laughs> yeah, she definitely was the least broken up of the last few people that we've seen. Yes. Go home. She didn't mm-hmm. have that flip out. She didn't, uh, you know, she was upset, but she wasn't l- totally losing losing it, which I think uh, just shows you she knew what was coming. It ri- reminded me a lot of uh, our boy Matt when mm-hmm. he was on Rachel's season. He just, he was another one of those people who didn't get nearly enough camera time that he probably should have same with natasha she probably should have gotten more camera time and then you look up and you're like oh wow we're in the final six and they're still here yeah and like matt went home right before hometowns yeah i I feel like the only time we saw natasha was when she was calling him out and like you're being unfair to us and really like going at going at peter um for all of his mistakes in the past this past season but and then, yeah, all of a sudden we're down to the six and she gets a one-on-one. She's like, finally. And then it's just... Womp. Yeah. And Let's be friends. She was the only person that called him on his stuff without trying to throw someone else under the bus. Yes. Because anytime anybody else tried to play that role, it was strictly so that they could throw someone else under and say, they're the worst. Yeah. Whereas Natasha was like, no, this is wrong. You shouldn't be doing this. And You're the worst. Yes. <laughs> Stop it already. And she's another one who I think will do really well in Paradise. Yes. And I look forward to seeing her there. Obviously, I hope that she eventually finds someone. But I think she's going to make this summer a lot of fun. Yes, and I agree. I can't wait to see her. Um, and hopefully she gets more screen time than she did in this season. Yeah, because it deserves it. Exactly. Um, and someone who I don't think does, but here we are, we have to talk about her, is Kelsey. She gets to go on an ATV for the first time. Um, she's the one that then starts talking about how, oh, there's goats and they're fighting. Um, Which also, she she and Hannah Ann are like best friends now, apparently, with all their heart-to-hearts they're having. And I think, like, I think they wanted... Kelsey to kind of become the villain of the season, and then mid-season they're like, "Oh, we're going to change our minds," and they're they're trying to paint her in a better light. These past few episodes, because um, she was actually, I mean, this is saying something, but she actually seemed kind of normal this episode. The most normal compared, we've seen her, yeah, compared to the past, yes, episodes this season of her. I'm glad they left in the bit with Peter even saying to her. Wow, you we had a whole day and you weren't emotional. And I think that was all of us watching it because you know, like I when I introduced her her date here is everything has been such a struggle of watching her because it's every little thing and then she starts bawling and making yeah. a huge deal about things and like a Victoria F. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that he had to point that out and why she was surprised, I can't tell you because yeah. I'm sorry, is this your first day? She's like, what? I'm never... Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not always... 
Well, I mean, cue the tears. They're not. Maybe okay, a little bit fine, but because then it went right into getting really emotional about you know her family, her dad, and the things you should be emotional about, right? Though. Like this is yeah, this, this is champagne. the time. This is the time to cry and share your emotions, not over a bottle of champagne, but um, yeah, f- trying to keep trying to have a relationship with your dad, hiding it from your mom, like actual emotional stuff. Yeah. And I think that leads us into what I imagine will be the center part of her hometown because, spoiler alert, she gets a rose. And we're going to Iowa, like back-to-back, like, oof. Alabama and Iowa are really Mm -hmm. continuing this trend of fun places to go this season. She talks about how her father, you know, they didn't have a relationship after they got divorced when she was in seventh grade. And then he reached out after she won Miss Iowa and that didn't work. And then too many red flags. Yeah. And he reached out again. And this time they're talking. But she hasn't told her mother. So don't bring it up at hometowns. Right. And clearly, I think it's probably going to be brought up. <laughs> you would think. And clearly she's going to know now because you sort of, if anything, well, forcing yourself to tell her. Well, she said, oh, I was going to tell her before I left, but I didn't get around to it. And so, in case you think anything is is weird at hometowns, like that's why she doesn't know. Because well, I think it's going to be put in, dragged into hometowns somehow. How could it not be? Because you're putting him in the worst spot of, oh, so I'm sure you don't know what's going on with my ex husband, and you're supposed to accept, expect him to say, yeah. Wait, doesn't Kelsey talk to him all the time? <laughs> what's going on with that? Yeah. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Do you think they're ever going to talk again? <laughs> yeah, I think, or maybe she's just going to think hometowns is the best time to, to share that with her mom, which. I mean, she like painted herself in be. the corner, you know, and it's obviously her prerogative to decide when the right time is to tell them. She, she thought maybe before I go on this nationally televised show was not the right time. When I might make it to the end and might have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, she's clearly going to have to tell them before the show now, basically in real time, before the show airs. Yes. But I don't know how it doesn't come out in some way next week, which I'm sure then not only will they resent her for sort of keeping it from them, but now yeah. it's like, oh, you're telling this dude you've known for like a month and a half. Yeah. But you're not, but you wouldn't tell us. Yeah, it has to because they made it. Like kind of this big statement that her mom doesn't know, and not not to really talk about it at hometowns. It had got to be some type of foreshadowing. You're just putting him in such a terrible spot. That but it's Kelsey, of course. And I'm not surprised. <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why she just makes me like do the facepalm because it everything is just you see what it's leading down the road to, and it's the same road of. Oh my God! You drank my champagne. This yeah. is the end of the world. And it also—it sounds like it's just her mom because, well, apparently she has sisters, and they like declined the last visit she went to see him. Yeah, I was really so confused I guess they, about the how sisters that... kind of know that he, she was at least talking to her dad. I don't know. Listen, maybe we they're all... all keeping it from their right. mom, and it's just going to be this huge blowout in Iowa. <laughs> We all have family stuff and weird dynamics. And, um, you know, my father 
got divorced before he met my mother and all that. So that was always like one of those sort of eggshell type things like you didn't quite talk about. And so, listen, everyone has those things. Maybe Mm -hmm. not to this level and certainly not on national TV. (laughs) Right. But I just I feel like if you're in the middle of that, it's just unfair to put him on the spot where he could potentially be in the spot where he needs to lie and or make it so obvious where he refuses to lie. And then they're like, what do you know? (laughs) (laughs) And just, yeah, it's I'm already uncomfortable for that, how it's going to play out, because it's it has to be foreshadowing something. I mean, I guess if you have to go to Iowa, there might as well be some fireworks. That's right. And holding out for it. Right. And, you know, that leads us into a three on one, which we've gotten a lot of two on ones over the years. Although this, you know, last week's two on one was not really a two on one. It was a fake one. Right. And even this three on one was really just three people sitting around. They didn't really go on a date. I don't really remember ever having a three on one. I don't either. Because it's like kind of a, just a small group date, <laughs> but and it wasn't even really a date. They just sort of sat around and talked. Yeah, and they like, didn't make them do anything. Yeah, they talked to that old guy about the chapel, and I don't know if you watched after. Oh yeah, <laughs> when he's like, "So you're dating all three of them, and so you kiss this one, and then tomorrow you kiss this one," and they're just like all blushing, like, <laughs> yeah. And you realize how friggin' ridiculous this whole thing is. Yeah, when Jose you know, explains it like that, you're like, wait, what is happening on this show? What are we watching? You know, we're sitting here every week talking about this like it's the most normal thing in the world. But yeah. when... It's really you, not to have 30 girlfriends or boyfriends at one time. It's but really when, not normal. But even down to the six here, or, or five, or four, or whatever, really anything other than one, yeah. to hear someone else try to process it, is just and sort it's of completely like, like, like Rob, like, w- wait, what? <laughs> like, so you kiss this one and then this one and then you're dating this one and that one. And yeah, when and you hear it like that, it's he points like, to Hannah, this is pretty like, ridiculous. So you kiss this one and she's sort of, yeah, basically. <laughs> and then, you, well, then you kiss this one, yeah. Uh, and I, they sort of, Show, showed us the way with this at the beginning. I mean, the foreshadowing was beyond even for The Bachelor because you had Kelly screaming from the rooftops about how confident she is and calling them children and yeah, just you, you kind of knew. Yeah, I mean, and she should have known when they, the producer sits her down and be like, tell us how the other two are so terrible yeah. and why you're better. It's like, Hannah's 23. Throw age into it. Yeah, she's 23. What is she, how is she ready for this? And... Not necessarily having to do with her age. I don't know that she is either, just because of how she acts. Well, yeah. But Kelly was showing, I think, her real colors here. Is I don't care if she's older. She doesn't seem any more mature. Yeah. No, she doesn't. Victoria's crazy, and she always melts down. And not that she's wrong, but... Yeah, and I liked Kelly in the beginning. Right. And I thought it was really cool about the back of how they met prior to the show, and... And Peter even said that's why he kept her for so long. Like it was supposed to be fate, and they were supposed to meet that time and go on, go through this whole show, and then end up together. Um, but clearly, she, she. We found out early on that she didn't really care to be there. She, 
just wanted the vacation. I yeah. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. It's like, why are you interrupting my vacation with this time with this rando pilot that I met at a wedding once, yeah. you know? And for her then to go in front of the girls and separately say, like, oh, my God, I wish I wanted to throw you in front of a bus, but I don't. But, but you sort of yeah. do because you were just saying how the one is a baby and the yeah. other one's Cut to your interview. crazy. So I'm not saying it all needs to be lovey-lovey like the end of the episode when Hannah comes back and they hug her and it's like a huge party. But that was a little weird. It was we'll a little get there. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Eh, not not exactly normal. But it it very quickly turned into because even you know he pulls uh, who did he pull first? Hannah Ann. Yeah, and she kicks her. She, Kelly kicks her feet. I'm like, okay, come and get me when <laughs> yeah. you're done. I'll be here napping. Yeah. Mm, you know that's the old uh, anecdote about you know you put. Take three people who you think did something, and the yeah. person you know is guilty is the one who's sleeping because yeah. they're like, "Oh, we've got two other people here, no big deal." Exactly. Well, she was the guilty one because no problem. It's why is this even a contest? Like, just give me the rose and get it over with. Yeah. And then when they started throwing that stuff in, you you kind of knew she was going home. They kind of made you feel like when they when he took Victoria F away from. Um, the group to to the car. You were with the like, rose. Wait, yeah, you were like, wait, you're just going to say, all right, here's the rose, but I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> Bye. Just look at it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you could you could tell early on in the episode, I think, that this was Kelly's last, last episode. And Hannah, listen, she seems nice. But when she writes out a list of reasons why I'm falling in love with you. Mm -hmm. What does that even mean? I don't know, but it was a weird list. Like She has hearts for the dots of of the eyes. It was like one of those lists you make in middle school of like the boys you like or something or a ridiculous list like that. Like reasons (laughs) why I like you or reasons why... But I, I just... Even beyond the the juvenile nature of how it was written. Did it say falling in love with you or reasons or th- things that I love about you? She has described it as reasons why I'm falling, but but that's a good point. That The text I might think, have actually been different. Yeah, I think it said things that I love about you. Because I'm not even sure, because we talk about this a lot pre, like, when you can say, I actually, I love you, or whether that's allowed or whatever. You know, not everyone can be Ben and just tell everybody. So... <laughs> I'm not totally sure what I'm falling in, starting to fall in love with you. You know? Like, yeah. what does I'm starting to fall in love with you even mean? Because <laughs> What you're does not, this list even mean? Right? You, like, you're not you anything saying? at that point. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a little weird. Like, I'm was... thinking about starting to make my lunch. I haven't actually started to make the lunch. I can't even see yeah. the lunch. But I know I'm going to have lunch. And I guess I'm... I know that the ingredients are in the kitchen, so I'm going to make it, but I exactly. haven't started yet. Yeah. It it was a weird pre I don't even know what to call it. I don't either. It's super and it's Like I know she was trying to be cute and like you know how people usually when they get to this point, like they'll make a little photo book or they'll make like a scrapbook or something 
to that nature. Like, the, oh, I'm moment. thinking of you. Like, this is what I made for you. But I think this just came off like really, I don't want to say young because it's whatever, but it really reminded me of like lists that I would make in middle school. Do you want to go out friends. with me? Circle yes yeah, or no. Exactly. And hand it back to my friend in study yeah. hall. Yeah. I like the, my friends and I would like your top tens of everything and like top 10 movies, top 10 boys you like and stuff like that. It was just very middle school, elementary right. school. And I don't, I've said it before. I don't think anybody on this show, girls or boys, uh, just depending on the season because of their age, Oh my God, then they're not ready. But she just happens to be the 23 year old that's doing this, that it seemed very young of yes. her to, for that to be her thing. Yeah, age clearly doesn't matter on this show. No. And, you know, the example I used last week was the younger other Becca, who's already off, she's having kids, she's happy as ever, clearly far mature than a lot of the women who are trying to tear her down for her age. Still looks like she's 12 years old. Still looks like she's 12 years old, but clearly more mature than most of the women that were tearing her down on Ari's season. Yes. And she dodged a bullet there anyways. So That's for sure. Age isn't going to have anything to do with it, but just watching this, I'm like, wow, that's like... Really young, mm-hmm. like yeah, it was very. It was a juvenile. Juvenile is a good word, like, and I hate to lean into sort of how Kelly was just kept going back to, oh, she's so young, how could she be ready? Yeah, because it's really, yeah, it's really not about age. It's, it's low just, hanging fruit in this show to yeah. go after someone's age on either end, right? I think specifically you go after things like this, where it's like, are you making lists about like reasons? I think I'm falling in love with you, which, again, I don't know what that totally yeah. means. Like, yeah. And then we go to Kelly and just back to assuming that, oh, well, I'm obviously going to get the rose. And not every relationship needs to be so hard. And Peter was just like, wait, what? It doesn't. <laughs> it, it doesn't, but then she used the word, which he hates people using on this show, and that's fun. Because yeah. I don't know whether he's allergic to fun <laughs> or he just doesn't want the, the relationship being defined by fun. Yeah. But as I think soon it's as that. she said it, he and she knew it because she said, I know you hate that word. Yeah. And, and he goes, yes, I do. <laughs> so stop doing it. He goes, it. I kind of do. So stop using it. Um and as terrible as she was, mostly off camera, but a little bit of obviously the like, wake me up, she wasn't wrong. Like, relationships don't need to be difficult. Right. And they can be fun. I don't know that she's the right person to be waving that flag. Yeah. No. Because we haven't seen after the beginning, which he he referenced, like, they started off really strong and then it's just sort of nothingness. Mm-hmm. But I, I agree with her basic point. Right. Because we talk about that all the time is these people, no matter who the bachelor or bachelorette is, every year we go to get to this moment where they're having, you know, one struggle after another. It's like, you know, this doesn't have to happen, right? Yeah. You can was, just like enjoy each other's company and have a connection and things be easy. Yeah. It's loud. It'd be a pretty boring show. Totally. But. Well, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he, yeah. You know that he hates that, and you still said it. <laughs> like, that's just, I, yeah, yeah. 
And speaking, I guess, so then let's let's get to Victoria because. Oh, my gosh. Talk about not easy. <sighs> the, and I almost wonder if the this is sort of he should have taken Kelly's advice about it doesn't need to be difficult. Because the minute he sits down with her, again, this is not the first time. This is like the fourth time in a row. Mm-hmm. She looks completely disinterested. No eye contact. Won't look at him at all. Just playing fine. with the hair. Fine, I guess. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just frustrated and then she starts like actually getting mad at him for asking a question. And cuz he wanted to talk t- he wanted to talk about the last one-on-one. And she got super defensive about it and was like, "Well, if that's what you want to spend our time talking about, then fine." And then he was like, <laughs> What do you like? <laughs> Wait a what just happened? And then she's like, "You're always in a mood, blah blah." blah. <laughs> like, like this is the like the you're scene. you're like the mood queen, like <laughs> always. Like don't don't say that Peter has is in a mood because you you're just your moods are all over the place. I mean, this is the scene we see of like our friends with someone, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is not working yeah. at all," and yet. And he he did stand up for himself at -hmm. first, and that's fine. But he quickly (laughs) got away from that. I feel like you're attacking me. Just like she was defensive about that. And it was very – she didn't even want to have a conversation with him at all. And it was just all over the place. No eye contact. It was weird. And So dramatic. The argument of, well – I don't want to get to the end of this as we're in the final six. I don't want to get to the end of this and then lose you. So I might as well not have you at all. Yeah. I mean, that's very. I can't even think of the right word. I mean. But again, do you do not know what show you signed up for? <laughs> like you could get to the end and it might not be you. Um, and then he had to throw in the word doubt. And then she got more upset, and it became a bigger thing. Um, and then they kind of – they didn't end – At all. Yeah, it just, like, switched over to them all being on that outdoor couch. And, I mean, to be again, fair, they, they did show her off camera talking about sort of ha- what we are right now. She's like, I don't know what just happened. Like, I'm so mortified about how I acted. Yeah. Well, and you should be. Totally. <laughs> because – yeah, she like goes into this whole other like frame of mind because she's trying to be defensive, I think, about her feelings and I understand she doesn't want to get hurt and whatever, but you're turning into this completely different person and Peter obviously doesn't like it. You don't even like it. So what are you doing? Every time they're alone, she just gets into this total freaks out. Yeah. It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type thing. In group settings, even if she freaks out and behind, she's like, okay, well, yeah. I'll and come she out. Kno- but she knows that it's happening. Like, yeah. it's not like she all of a sudden turns into this other person and she's not realizing it. She knows that it's happening and she can't stop it or can't get out of her own head. Totally. And so when the three of them, like you said, just automatically just switches to, okay, we're all sitting together. There was no re- resolution. There was no closure nothing. or no end. And then basically when you think she's – well, 
especially Kelly, yeah. when you think she's going home, all of a sudden she's it's like, oh, well, here's a rose. Because she, she was even saying, today. like, oh, it's such an easy decision. I'm glad he's sending Victoria yeah. home. Like, you know he walked off with the rose, right? And came back without it. And I think the most real thing we got from Victoria were first when they were walking away and she's saying, I don't want to go. Yeah, and then, yeah, she completely changed, and she's, like, grabbing his arm. She's like, I don't want to go. Like, where are we going? And then once he said, I want to continue with you, she's just out of her mind excited. And, like, where is this girl? Yeah. When she they're gets one-on-one. In the, she gets in the car, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. She, she did she the, the little the kid voice. Smile. Like, oh, my God, yeah. this is so great. Where is that when they're one-on-one? Yeah. As opposed yeah, like, why are you yelling and crying and, like, running off during all this one-on-one time where you could be progressing the relationship and instead of just being so doubtful? And then you get what you want, and you're like, oh, yay. I mean, she's always ready for battle, basically, when they're together. Yeah. And then now it's the greatest thing in the world, and he gets to go to exotic Virginia, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Yes. And as he walks back, and then they finally realize, oh, he doesn't have a rose. So it's going to be you or me. And Kelly's still super confident. Mm-hmm. and Which is uncomfortable because at this point you know Kelly's – you have have to have that feeling that Kelly's going home. So now you have to see it – you have to watch it unfold, and you're just like, oh, just get it over with. Yeah, it's like the car wreck you know is coming. Yeah. Like, Come on. Can we and just- then Hannah gets the rose, and then Hannah starts oh, – Hannah Ann – starts, like, bawling like she just got sent home. I actually rewound that because – So just like, Hannah Ann, will you accept this rose? Yes. And then complete waterworks like you couldn't control any emotion that you ever had. Which isn't totally surprising. Yeah. But I said, all right, yeah, he, he chose her because Kelly was being such a jerk. And then I, I'm making a note of that. And then I hear her just dis- get destroyed. I'm thinking, oh, my, wait a minute. Re- rewind, rewind. Did he not give her the rose? Then, no, no, there it is. She just lost it for. Yeah. If you if you missed that small moment, you would have thought she got sent home. Because she started bawling her eyes out. Not even just like, oh, I'm so happy. Like, thank God no, it's over. It was like, like full I'm Ashley eye cry oh, yeah. while he's walking off with Kelly. And I'm thinking, oh, wait, is he taking Kelly to the car? And they're like driving back. Like, yeah. I don't know what's happening right now. Yeah, she like could not control any emotion. And I don't even know. I should probably know this. Do we even know where Hannah Ann is from? Knoxville, Tennessee. Gets to go to Tennessee. Been in Nashville. Nashville's fun. Yes. So maybe the rest of the state's fun, too. I don't know. Maybe. It's another exciting spot for him. But then <laughs> Kelly, I think he right away realizes he made the right decision because... Yeah, I think this is the first time that he's probably not second-guessing the decision. Especially as she's, not to him, but is as she's being driven off, like, I question his intentions and he's got four children and like... Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was most excited about you, you know, from how we met. But it's just, you know, not going to work out. And he's, she's like, oh, yeah, I understand. And then she gets in the car and she's like, blah, blah. Thank you for not yeah. meeting my family and wasting my time. And, yeah, for, this is probably the first time all season where it's sort of like, yeah, no, that was how it's supposed to go. Yeah. And He's probably feeling pretty good now. Yeah. He's like, I got this down bad. No regrets, I finally baby. Feel, I finally feel confident in one decision that I made. And it leads us with a final four that isn't overly surprising. Madison, Kelsey, Victoria F., Hannah Ann. Each of them will get a hometown. There's going to be, finally, as I alluded to earlier, some drama with Madison. Yes. And we had heard, sort of dropped the audio in earlier, and I couldn't tell who they were talking about, but they had mentioned that there was a virgin on the season. And what yes. are you going to tell him? It turns out it's Madison, which after hearing her talk about her faith isn't isn't a surprise. Mm-hmm. It does make you think that she didn't tell the other girls in the house because as claws out people get when there's anything that's, and I don't want to say controversial because at this point it's been every season for the last four years. Yeah, so it's, it's not really like controversial. nothing really to think about anymore. But still something that I think one of the girls would have taken and tried to throw again to the her lack of life experience mm-hmm. again whether you agree not or disagree ready. exactly not being ready for marriage and gonna lead us into a very interesting spot of first her father not even wanting allegedly as you can tell from the coming attractions not even wanting him to tell her that he's falling in love with her yeah forget about even getting into the the sex aspect because then you have peter saying like it's not all about sex <laughs> but i went through the windmill so <laughs> yes four times and then even if he respects her wishes of okay like i see where you're coming from and we'll absolutely wait until marriage doesn't mean he's going to wait with any of the other women right or even has at this point Mm -hmm. that's another thing we're gonna have to find out it's another luke situation of well if he's intimate you did something with someone else then i'm out i'm leaving and they certainly again i know we get these clips sometimes and none of them come through but there are certainly some that make it look like madison's gonna have a problem yeah because behind closed doors and... Yeah, I'm actually... Next week is probably the one, like, the first time this season that I'm excited to see the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I guess every other episode was just like, oh my gosh, another week. But it seems like it should be a good hometown episode. Well, I think part of that is most of the people that, that I've heard from sort of feel the same way is most people, myself included, really like Peter. Seems like a good dude. Yes. But he's just been really bad at this. Mm-hmm. And he finally seems to have a final four, I guess you could argue for other people, but that he's confident in and that, like you said, it's the first time all season we don't hear him second guessing himself. Or, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this the right choice? Like he made all of his choices, was confident with them. I'm hopeful too that this is going to be a little bit more of him in control of the situation, mm-hmm. still getting some drama out of it at the same time, as opposed to most of this drama has just been him not being able to make a decision and then reacting to girls fighting with each other. Yeah, That's really been most of the season. Yeah, pretty much every episode. And so if he's finally on track, maybe he gets a chance to... Maybe. We'll see. I mean... How would you rank the top four? In likelihood of him picking them? Yes. I would say that it's Madison, Hannah, Kelsey, Victoria, and that's for him. I would put Victoria over Kelsey myself, mm-hmm. even with her standoffishness, just because I don't think Kelsey, I don't get him and Kelsey at all. Yeah. Like 0% of me gets that. Mm-hmm. I get something with all the other three, but I think for some reason he's seemed more consistent 
with Kelsey, and I might even put Kelsey above Hannah Ann. I was going to say Madison, Kelsey, Victoria, Hannah. Interesting. Toss-up between Victoria and Hannah being third and fourth. I, th- I really think after that whole list thing, not that he was turned off or turned away from it, but I think it was, he didn't seem like, oh my gosh, like that's the cutest thing you've ever, like someone's ever done. Or he didn't really comment on it. He was just like, oh, let's, can you read the list to me? <laughs> like there wasn't any real reaction to that but then you have these final four and you know madison's been the one we've talked about that there's been really no drama up to this point around Mm -hmm. her so you almost wonder if that's let's say she just cruises to the end and the conversation around sex doesn't derail whatever they have and and she's the quote-unquote winner that's who he picks are any of the three even close to being watchable as a bachelorette? No. We'll have to see next week, obviously. I feel like we get to know these four a lot more. But I don't think Madison would be terrible. But again, like we haven't had a lot of screen time with her. Like at except all. Except for the first, that first vow renewal date. Right. <laughs> the first date. Like that's really, but she, like you said, she did stay out of drama. She And they usually don't go for someone who's been in a lot of drama. And you figure Victoria F almost has to be off the table because of all of the Yeah, I, she's definitely photo off, I think. controversy. And then that leaves you with Kelsey, who I guess would be looking for redemption from the champagne incident, but ugh, that would be a hard sell. <laughs> that would be really rough. And Hannah Ann, I mean, I guess... Like it would be sort of like a, a, I a think poor man's Hannah B. This sounds bad, but I think she's kind of just like a blah person. But that's for the whole season. I mean, they, well, they've yeah. almost all been very Yeah, blah. but I don't, I would definitely think Madison over yeah, Hannah oh, Ann. No doubt. Yeah, definitely not Victoria F. Kelsey, I don't know. She she could be a contender of since the producers, like, I mean, she like be, I said, I think they tried to paint her as a villain. They were like, oh, actually, we kind of like this girl. She wouldn't be gonna boring. keep her around. <laughs> Like, she would not be boring. Yeah. So they would have that. I don't know how likable she is. I'm not yeah. saying she, like, I dislike her. I mean, I disliked how she acted when she, everything was going on, but. Yeah, or we could go back past this. Which I'm still, I would still prefer that at this point. Mm-hmm. Again, we, we're going to see a lot from hometowns, but I think that's the one thing that I still keep going back to is going back. Yeah. Whether that is Tana Tasia B. maybe. Whether it's someone like Atasia who built up her bachelor brand a little bit mm-hmm. on Paradise, maybe that's a thing. Although you have to question her decision making from that. So um, I don't know. At that point, you then it's it really is just Pandora's box, and it's just yeah. Who the I hell think knows? whoever they choose, it will be. It will definitely be a surprise, whether it be from this season or past. Because there's not one person that I would say, oh, 100% it should be this person. Right. Well, Maybe and Hannah B. again. <laughs> listen, I, sign Which me I up. Which I would be fine with. I would be totally fine she was with a, that. It was, a fun, it was a fun season. You know, especially now, having gone through it, you think maybe she wouldn't run into the, the Luke issues that sort of derailed last season a little bit because... She's a pro. Maybe you see those... Red flags a little easier and not worry as much about wanting to be the bad guy. Yeah. And just do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. A lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> we have our fantasy teams. I see you have sheets over there. Do I have anyone left? You have one. Oh. Hannah Ann. Okay. I don't think I've ever won. So basically, if you're new to the show, before every season we pick teams, much like fantasy baseball or football or anything else. And I usually do very poorly. 
and I have one of four left, so it's pretty much. But you have a strong. I, I feel like you have a strong person on your team. Right. I mean, but you have the favorite, so shock the world. <laughs> um, which probably means since Hannah's on my team, I'm guessing we can probably just cross Hannah's name off. Like that's just not going to happen. Hmm. We shall see. <laughs> uh, I actually don't have anything from the world of Bachelor Nation this week. Is there anything out there that I missed, which I'm sure there is? Um, just one thing. Um, Tyler C. is going to be a guest on Single Parents, the ABC sitcom. He's acting as He's himself or? No. Oh. Yeah. So um, there was a, a trailer that played during Throughout last night's. Oh, so I was watching on Hulu, so I didn't get to see the. Yeah, so actually, I don't think it's himself. I think it's just becomes a love interest of one of the single moms. Okay. Which is right up his alley if you read anything else about what he does online. So, so he's not just uh, reviewing cookies on Instagram stories. Nope. He's he is doing... now an an actor, if you will. <laughs> I can't wait to see building him. up the resume. Resume. I, I, Tyler in. SAG actually like voting on these awards every year. Like, oh my God. Just yep. please put this in my life. The, us watching the SAG Awards and like him having to do the intro. We're like, I'm Tyler C and I'm an actor. Yep. Oh my God. That's incredible. Yep. So uh, he is trying out the sitcom life. I love it. Okay. Well, good for you, Tyler. Um, hometowns, big week. It's very exciting. I, it actually came pretty fast. I Super, think. and I don't it, know. It dragged for a while, and then all of a sudden, we have four left. And the five-hour episode, I'm sure, helped speed things up <laughs> because all of a sudden you get like two plus weeks in one. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we're almost at the end. This is crazy. Um, at Bachelor Podcast across all socials, let us know what you think. Is there someone in this group or that we've gotten rid of that you think could be the Bachelorette, or do you just want to go back into the past or? Maybe a celebrity. We haven't done that in a minute. Hmm. So let us know, and we'll see you after Hometowns next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.